Welcome to Finish Well Homeschooling Podcast, where changing the world starts with changing the home, with your host, Meredith Curtis. Hi, I'm Meredith Curtis. Hi, I'm Laura Nolette. Welcome to Finish Well Podcast. Well, Laura and I are here today, and we want to talk about science online, and we had no idea how fun that could be. Oh, we're having a blast. I'm teaching a class with True North Homeschool Academy with elementary students doing science online, and it is so much fun. We are doing so many fun things and having a good time getting to know one another and learning about science. That's so cool. And, you know, I'm just going to really quickly kind of we're going to fill you in on our story because we go back to about the year 2000. Sounds so long ago now, right? But I was at a birthday party last night and I was watching some little kids running around and I thought they are the age that Laura and I started homeschooling together, you know, and exactly the same energy level, too. (laughs) And we we started hanging out, and eventually our weekly homeschool days together turned into a co-op. Yeah, we um, did history together in the beginning, and our younger kids needed something to play at science with. It's kind of how we viewed it at the time. And our older kids were doing serious science studies, biology, chemistry, physics even, and human anatomy. And so we would get together, and then we ended up inviting other families in our church to do it. And so I was the science teacher for most years. We had some other moms who stepped up some years, and you got to teach the history and the English classes. But we always try to find ways to have fun with the science and to integrate all of the age groups together to have fun. You can teach scientific concepts with these activities that even preschoolers can do. And they don't understand all the details of the physics of it, but they can understand, like, if you roll a ball, it's going to keep rolling unless it bumps into something. And we had a great time rolling the ball around. And so it was just so much fun to get together with all of the kids. And the older kids would have their time of serious study, but then we would get together and have so much fun doing all these science experiments and activities. I love that. I remember the potato gun you did in your backyard. Right. And what else? I remember walking into the kitchen at the church and you were doing something with liquids where they were all settling in different layers. Oh, right. Yeah. We were talking about the density of different liquids and and we did things like you can turn purple cabbage water into an indicator and find out if you're dealing with base or acid. So we were having fun with pouring these liquids together. Oh, look, it's pink. Oh, look, it's blue. <laughs> you know, we're just getting so excited. Look the way it changes so quick. That's so cool. Well, I, I loved all the hands-on stuff. And I remember that during COVID, we had to do our co-op for a while online. And that was really challenging for me. I mean, not for you. You're an online person. And that was so such an easy switch for you. But um, anyway, all that to say that we, for years, had an in-person co-op. And now 
we both find ourselves teaching online at True North Academy. And Laura, um, tell us about what you were doing, what you're doing right now at True North. Well, I am teaching Science Exploration A and Science Exploration B. We've divided up into the A class and the B class so that we can separate the younger elementary students, kindergarten through third grade, from the older ones, fourth through sixth grade. But like I said about the, even the older kids, the activities are the same for both age groups, but I just go into more detail with the older kids in their class, and we talk about science. And this is an exploration of science, so I try to cover a lot of different sciences. And I taught this class last year, and so this year I made all new activities to do. Some of the concepts were the same, but new activities to do them to kind of reinforce and keep showing them. There's other ways that we can demonstrate this or model this or see this happening. Experiments are when you recreate something and you see it happening, but activities might be making a model or playing a game that helps you remember something. So each week we do different activities or experiments and cover a variety of sciences. I wrote a book last year called From Stars to Shining Seas, and that's the textbook for this year. And as the title implies, we started in space and we went to the stars. We had our little pretend adventure going through all of the planets and looking at our solar system and looking out across the universe at the stars that we can see and talking about the technology that was that helped us to do that. And then we we took our rocket back to Earth and we dug deep into the Earth to look at the crust and the structure of our planet and rocks and volcanoes and Plates and continents and ecosystems and biomes and, and the animals that live and the plants that grow. And, and then when we got done exploring the land, we are now in the process where we have crossed our beautiful, wonderful beaches and examined beaches and we've gone down to explore what makes an ocean. <laughs> so we're going to look at oceanography and marine biology for the rest of the year. And so we're going to explore the seas. And that's so cool. Yeah. So that's kind of, we've done the whole course this year as this adventure. And you know what's neat is this year was a real uh, milestone for us. I, for those of you who don't know, Laura and I have a company, Powerline Productions, and we have written several science lab books and then some other things. But this year we actually published, um, in 2022, this past year, our first two science textbooks we published from Stars to Shining Seas, which is an amazing, colorful, beautiful textbook. And then we also published the health textbook. So that was really exciting for us. And I have to just say, people are loving your textbook. Oh, good. I get such good reviews from it and such good response. So you don't have, you can get this textbook. You don't have to take the class online, but you can purchase from Stars to Shining Seas at Powerline Prod. The print book is on Amazon and there's a link right on the page to take you to Amazon if you want the print book. And you can buy the digital, um, ebook on, on Powerline Prod. But 
This was such an exciting year, and what's really fun is that Laura has students in her class that are also in my class, and they get so excited when they find out we know each other. <laughs> so Yeah, and we work together on this textbook. So on the back of the textbook, there's our pictures, and I had one of the, one of the little girls, she held up her book. Why is my history teacher's picture on your book? I didn't even think. Yeah, yeah, it was so really cute. Well, that and that little girl. So some patients say, "I saw your friend in my class." <laughs> it's so cute. So, but Laura, you also taught last year. I love, I love this year's class. It's so amazing. Last year, you um, you taught, and we'll talk about that later on in the in the podcast that she taught looking at science through the days of creation and we'll talk about that a little later but next year tell us about next year because it's the same course science exploration every year but right. every year you do something different right because we want to have new activities and so I looked at what we have done last year and this year and we didn't focus as much on the life sciences these past two years as the other sciences, like earth science and marine science and space. And so next year, we're going to focus more on life science. So we're going to do a lot more with botany and biology and human anatomy. So the whole year is going to be mostly that. Now, you can't look at botany and biology and human anatomy without looking at earth science at all. You can't do it without looking at the sun. So there is going to be some of those other sciences in there as well because it's all connected. God created all of it to work together. And so we talk about it all together. But this year, we're going to focus more on the plants and the animals and the people. So everything that is alive. Now, so do you have any animals in mind yet? I don't. I I just, I, I'm still looking around and trying to decide what I want to do. I think one thing I would like to do is find those really weird ones oh, that we cool. don't normally see about. One of my students in a completely different class started telling us about this little creature. And I can't, I have to look it up again because I can't even remember what it was. It's something like a a, a a sheep worm or something weird like that. It's a marine creature. And it looks like it has a cartoon face of a cartoon sheep. And then it's got oh, these weird. things that stick out around it. That, and it's like pink. And it's just oh, it's so goodness. adorable. But um, I'm like, I it's a real creature. <laughs> so, yeah. And so I think one of the, at least part of the time, I want to look up the really unusual plants and animals, like Venus flytrap. It's not oh, so yeah. unusual because we all know about them, but they're such a weird and fun plant. And so we're going to look at those and, 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 and the really unusual plants. I'm going to so do, cool. you know, it's my best to find things like that. And we're going to make models of plants and I've got some cute games, and that's one thing I like to do in my classes is make games, make fun. I want my students to come out of my science class, especially these elementary students, thinking science is fun. And so when they get into high school and they have to take science to get their high school diploma, they're not going to go into like, oh, I've always hated science. Why do I have to do this? So I have taught a lot of science classes to students that came to me that way. 
Yeah, but most of them, Laura, that I know have left loving science. And that's even in high school, you've got. Yeah, it's fun. I love teaching physics because to me, it's playing the whole time. You have to write down notes about what, how you're playing and exactly how long it takes things and that kind of stuff. And that's why how it becomes a science class, but it's playing the whole time. I agree. You know, and I think I think my excitement over this is contagious. The, um, the the students seem to have a lot of fun with it. We play these different games, and so when you're dealing with the life sciences, you know, we're in an online situation. It's a little harder. Like I did, I made an activity this year where we we planted seeds in little cups, and it for grass, and it grew out the top of them, and we had made little like costumes on the cup that held the the, the ball of, of seed and dirt and we called them grass heads and I had Gary grass head and I had Gretchen grass head. <laughs> so, I love it. Oh my goodness. That's so, so you can do some activities like that where you're actually, you know, doing something, planting something. And also like if I have students with pets, I love for them to bring their pets in front of the camera and we can talk about the dogs and the cats. And some of my kids live on farms, and so they tell us about their farm chores. Oh, that's so cool. And so, you know, it's really exciting when you're talking about life to have a student come in there and tell you they got to see a cow be born, you know, because one of my students got to see a cow be born. And so, so, he just, you know, and so it's fun to have them tell us about their experiences, you know, and the little girl who, um, her family has goats. So she was telling us about what goats really do eat. You know, everybody says goats eat everything. Goats eat cans, and they they don't really eat that stuff. <laughs> At least her goats, though, yeah. right? Well, she's had to study it because her mom homeschooled her, so oh, wow. <laughs> it's not enough just to take care of the goats. You got to learn all about goats. That's awesome. So yeah, we're gonna do life next year. I love that. I'm just I I want to put in a request. Could you do hedgehogs? I love hedgehogs. Yes. They are a weird animal. They are so adorable. Yeah. So, okay. They don't get a pet hedgehog. <laughs> so, okay. I know my husband is allergic to almost every animal under the sun. So, we do not have pets, but I just, uh, anyway, I love pets. I love dogs and cats and hedgehogs. And um, Okay, so, Laura, if people are listening to this and they want to sign up for your class, where would they go? What would they do? Um, well, if you go to truenorthhomeschoolacademy.com, and we'll put that link in the show notes so you can have it. You can look at all of the classes that the Academy offers, and you can register with the Academy. And if you scroll through the elementary classes, and I think they have them broken down, so there's like a section that is science classes, but look for, and there's a search bar there too that you could use look for science exploration okay if your students are in um kindergarten through third grade you want science exploration a and if they're in fourth through sixth grade you want science exploration b when you look at the class it'll have a description of the class and my name will be there laura nolet as teacher and so that's another way you can confirm that you've got the right place. But we're going to explore science. I can't wait. That is going to be so exciting. And I love plants, too. Yeah. The whole idea of, like, here in Florida, we have orange trees and 
you know, but I love, and lots of beautiful flowers, like yeah. hibiscus, and so uh, plants are so interesting. Well, just to let you know, and to remind you, that I talked earlier about how Laura taught science through the week of creation, which I really loved, and I wanted to share a little bit about that, because we are in the process of turning that class also into a textbook, and she's actually not going to be teaching that this coming school year, 23-24, but she'll be teaching it the following year, 24-25. So can you tell us a little bit about that? Because I love that whole idea. Sure. Yeah, I decided to, um, This it was my first year teaching at True North Homeschool Academy, and so I had to create this course, and I just decided I think the best way to look at a broad variety of sciences is through Creation Week because it's so important to everything. And in the beginning, there was like, I mean, that's not how the Bible says it. There was nothing in the beginning, but God created light, right? So we talked about light and energy and, and we went ahead and talked about sound and those kinds of energy type sciences. But we just went through the year and through creation week. Day one, we had five or six weeks of just day one. I mean, that particular course was 30 weeks, 30 classes. And so I divided the six days of creation into 30 classes. And then in the textbook, I had even more lessons than that. So because when we work at home, we usually do more lessons than that. And so there's lots more activities. But I just went through and my my textbook includes the creation story step by step. It takes you through the days and it talks about the different kinds of things that God created when he created that. So when he separated the land from the water, he was creating dirt and rocks and water and seas and oceans. And so you can look at earth science at that point. You can look at oceanography. I was supposed to get straight. Marine biology is the animals. But and so when he created the fishes, you look at marine biology. And, you know, usually in science classes, they talk about like all the mammals together. But, you know, it's like, well, God didn't break it out as mammals versus sea creatures. Right. Um, You know, know, mammals versus bony fish. He said sea creatures. And so we looked at and we talked about the difference between bony fish and mammals that live in the sea. But so it does cause you to look at your science just a little bit differently because God did when he created the creatures, he did separate it differently than scientists do. And I understand why scientists separate it the way they do. And it makes a lot of sense. And we talk about that in the class. But we do fun things, and um, when we um, were talking about God created the plants, we actually, uh, in the book, I created these little um, paper models of plants and trees. And so you cut out the parts, and I follow the instructions, and you get this little 3D model of coniferous trees and deciduous trees and flowering plants and you know, I like to make these little flip books with them. So, you know, one of the activities we made a whale. And so there's a piece of paper and then there's the major anatomy of a whale on separate little pieces of paper that they glue in place. And then we use pipe cleaners to be the spout shooting this, the water spray out of his, out of his blowhole. 
And so um, they love, the kids love doing little paper activities. That's so cool. Making their models that way. And, you know, a model of a seed out of paper. And so that was fun. This year we did some fun things like we um, used borax and pipe cleaners and made crystals. We grew our own oh, crystals. Cool. So that was a lot of fun. And we made a volcano. Actually, every year I make a volcano. I love volcanoes so much. And there's so many different ways you can make a volcano. <laughs> so I've been able to make a volcano in 45 minutes or less with my kids in class. And that included making homemade Play-Doh. So, yeah. Yeah. So we very can. Yes, yeah, so you can do. You can do a volcano very quickly. And so most of them. I mean, I always used to think, oh, I never want to make a volcano with my kids. That will take all weekend. And you can do it in 45 minutes. That is so cool. And you know, kids love the volcano. I cannot tell you what surprised me so much. My oldest daughter graduated and she had remembered back from fourth grade that we had made, we'd actually done one out of paper mache, which did take all weekend. Yes. But she remembered that. And it, it's not so much the paper mache and the magnificence of the volcano. It's that eruption. Yep. That's just so cool to, to children. And so, well, um, if you would love to be part of this class next year, then sign up at truenorthhomeschoolacademy.com and look for science exploration. And if you want, you say, you know what, I'm not really wanting to do online classes this year, but I would love to do that science course. I can tell you this book is so easy to follow. It tells you exactly what to do step by step and even what to say while you're doing it. Um, with your kids and there's just, it's just a really fun textbook. So you can order from, from Stars to Shining Seas, right. yes, at Powerline Prop. And we hope that we have sparked your imagination to, um, that science is fun. Science is really fun and your children can learn to really love it. So thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. And we will see you next time at Finish Well Podcast. Bye-bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to Finish Well Homeschooling Podcast with Meredith Curtis and the Finish Well team. Please listen in every first and third Monday of each month at 7 p.m. Eastern Time here at the Ultimate Homeschool Podcast Network.